Yo, what's going on, people? Episode six of the AJ Rose Show. Obviously, naturally, I look kind of high, but today I look <laughs> even more baked because I spilt shampoo in my eyes. So that explains the eyes. But yeah, today's guest, boy, been meaning to get this one for a while. What can I say? He's like, I feel like I'm chatting to Erlen Haaland <laughs> when he was at that Austrian club, innit? <laughs> Obviously, six stand up presenter of many things and other stuff as well. I haven't really sold him that well, but sick guy all round, Andrew Mensah, what you say? I, I like that intro, man. It's like that, nice and, nice and straight to the point. I like Harlan, what are you saying? I'm Harlan of the you, comedy, yeah? You're Harlan at Salzburg. <laughs> like, you're, you're, I want to come up. You're yeah. prolific, you're prolific, and it's inevitable you're going <laughs> to a Man City one oh, day. I appreciate that, man. That's love, bro. How are yeah. you? Other than my eyes being kind of <laughs> fucked, I'm good still. Yeah, it's good to have you. We've been trying to get this in the cam for a while, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, today's yeah. the day, man. Today's the day. Yes, yeah. so I'm gonna dive straight in. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. obviously, we'll, like, obviously, you do a lot of presenting with football, yeah. Yeah. But one thing I'm interested in is like, how did you kind of make that first breakthrough to first get into like TV, whether whether that was like what you were, what you wore, or um, so I started. I was an apprentice at BT Sport, isn't it? That's my first job. Um, in TV, so I was like a logger in it. What's so, a logger? So basically, you have to like watch like a load of games. So it could be any anything BT or showing in it. So football, rugby, UFC, whatever. And you have to watch those and then like basically identify all the key moments in that game. So if I'm watching like football, I'll be like, okay, throwing. But that was the time code. Okay. Or this is a chance by name or whatever. So if a producer wants to do a video on Neymar, he would just type Neymar in the logs and then all his plays will come up. So it was a bit, it was tedious, isn't it? It was just long. You're just watching loads of games. Um, but it's not just football, innit? You was watching rugby, MotoGP, <coughs> flipping, rowing, whatever whatever BT was showing, you were watching it, innit? So it's kind of like, it was long. I can't even lie, bro, it was long. It was fun, though, because, like, all the man, like all the guys that worked were mandem, innit? All, like, guys from the ends and that. So it was a lot of fun in there. We used to call it the hood of BT, innit? Because there was no <laughs> lights. It was dark, no windows, full of black guys. So it was just like, yeah, this is the hood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people people would walk past and they would hear the noise, and they would be like, what's going on in there, innit? But, um, yeah, so I started out there. And then when my apprenticeship was over, I got a job in the digital team. And that is like near when I was like, okay, I'm going to do stand up around that time. Mm. So the When was this, 2019? No, this is like, this is earlier. So this is like 2017. Okay. So that's when I first started flirting with the idea that I'm going to do stand up. 2017. I joined the digital team. I was thought I'm gonna be a stand. I'm gonna do stand up, but I was shook in it. Mm. I was shook to go on stage. Mm. So I was just writing bad jokes at home in it. And then um, I basically like the next year, 2018, I started like doing Instagram stories in it for for BT. So we'd do a live game, yeah. It's a live game, live boxing event. I'll be doing the, the Instagram stories behind the scene. It. But obviously, I was, I used to take the piss in it. So I used to like. <laughs> I used to be cheeky with it. So I would be like, let's say Tyson Fury, yeah? I would just hide in his changing room. Do you get me? Then when he came true, I was just like, yo, bro, like, I beg, man, could you do this for BT? And they were just like, what? Like, yeah, whatever. So then my stories were lit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> my stories were lit. They were like, how the fuck are you getting this access? Isn't it? Um, 
What, so, so do you used to go areas you weren't allowed? Just I basically so. used to go areas I weren't allowed. I was just blagging it the whole time. Yeah, 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 Man's yeah, like, yeah. yo, I've got to get this. I've got the thing from this guy. The securities are like, what? Like, you but you had me? the past. When you had got the, the past, past, it helps, innit? Yeah, I can blag it. I'm like, yo, I need, yeah, like, yeah, I need yeah. to get through. And I'll, and I'll be like, I mean, once I had an argument with the security guy, he weren't letting me through. I was like, bro, if you want your job tomorrow, <laughs> let me through, fam. These times the guy was shook. These times I had no power. In my <laughs> but yeah, I was just blagging it. So then I started hosting the stories, innit? I started like hosting like the Instagram stories. <coughs> um and then basically I pitched what I wore. Ended up pitching what I wore. So yeah. you thought of the idea? Yeah, so it's like we went to Google. We went to Google, broke up in different teams, like a workshop at Google to come up with original YouTube ideas. Broke up into different teams. Um and then my group basically was like, I was collecting shirts at the time, football shirts at the time. So like my team were like, can we do something around shirts? Can we come up with this idea? And then you had to put your idea on the board and then you had to pitch your idea to the wider group. So then I pitched what I wore. I think at the time it was called Get Your Kit On or something stupid like that. Um, and then basically they gave everyone in the workshop Monopoly money in it. And you had to put the money where the idea was. So I slapped all my money in my thing. All in. All in. <laughs> um, and then... Did you have a backup idea that you was debating? I think there was. I think our group had two ideas, but I think every group come up with two ideas. Oh, and um, what I wore got picked, and another idea got picked. But basically, logistically, it was too hard to do the other idea. Whereas what I wore was just about football shirts, so it was quick and simple. Um, so yeah, I just thought I was gonna produce on it, innit? But then like the head of creative, because he's a massive stand-up fan. And when he found out I was doing stand-up, he, he started pushing me into the direction of presenting. So I ended up presenting the first one, Rio Ferdinand, it took off. Bro. And I was just like, yeah, you can, you can have it from there. So then it was just like, okay. And it kind of helped my stand-up because people thought I was more legit than I was. Do you <laughs> get it? it? Bro, I that. That's a fact, though. People thought, Fam. oh, this guy's on TV. He's got his own TV show. These times, they don't know I was doing open mics. But obviously, Fam, I, I was blagging it. I was like, yeah, man, go back. So when I was booking gigs, I was like, I'm on BT Sport already. So they were giving me gigs, innit? And like, I didn't feel no pressure. Because a lot of comedians feel pressure like when they to start trying to get on TV or trying to get in mm. places quickly. Whereas I was like, I'm already on TV, so I don't care. Yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah, all the yeah. shit gigs and that. So I was getting sick on a low. Do you get me? Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. that's how it kind of worked. That's my first job. So then when I got what I wore, I just slowly ended up going free time, um, freelance. And now I'm like full time doing this thing. Bro, I hear you on that, yeah? Because obviously now I've got a couple followers on Insta, but... That's recent, but for time I had a blue tick from my job, innit? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. when I'd meet people, they'd be like, rah, like, you're 30, innit? You got the blue tick. It's like, bro, I just done like a bringer gig. Like, I'm, trust yeah, me, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, 30, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you think I'm 30, innit? But yeah, I'm trust not. me, it works, man. <laughs> it works, like, because the industry is clout. Yeah, yeah. It's clout based, isn't it? Guys love clout. Let's guys yeah, yeah. act like they're purists, but what it's really and truly guys love clout. So when you say, "Yo, bro, I'm on this thing," guys will give you opportunities, bro. But uh, but the thing is about comedy. The good thing is like it, it balances out the clout, isn't it? So if you say like, "Yeah, I'm on BT Sport. Give me a gig." They give you a gig and you're shit. Yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not booking you again. You got a <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> They don't. They might get you in the door, but they're not booking you again, brother. So you know what I mean? So like, you got to walk the walk, and you, you can't got just to, talk. You got to. You got to. I hear that. So what I wore it, right? You've told me some similar story, but I didn't know that like it was quite that way. That's sick. You pitched. That's hard still. Yeah. So with the show itself, yeah, who's been like the best and worst guest? Start with the best. The best guest is a and why. 
toss up between three for three different reasons, isn't it? So Steven Gerrard was lit because Steven Gerrard was one of my favourite players growing up, isn't it? And I didn't think we'd we'd ever get him. So the fact that we got him and he was like so in tune, it was very nice as well. That was one. Uh, Robin Van Persie, he was like the nicest guy, innit? He was just super nice to me. Cause at the time I was a bit, I was a bit like, I wasn't confident. Like I was like, sh I was kind of like, you know, ones where I felt lucky to be in the position I was in. I hear that. Where he was like super accommodating. Um, and then Gareth Bell was lit, man. Yeah. Gareth Bell was like, yeah, this guy's proper lit because his thing is like, um, he was the first generation, first superstar of my generation that I interviewed. Jeremy. So everyone else was like past legends and mm. that. Whereas he was the first guy that was of that stature that was still playing. Like we flew to Madrid, like it was lit. It was this was when he was winning yeah, like Champions yeah, yeah, League. Yeah, exactly. And like, and his, it was literally the summer after he scored the um overhead kick oh. in the final. Yeah. So it was like peak bell. Peak bell, bro. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, this guy's different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What about the worst? Even if you can't say the names, tell me why they were the worst. The worst guy, I can't I don't Or say I, the names. I don't think I can say the name, innit? All right, describe it. Desc just describe it. But the worst it. guy was just like, he was a bit of a dick, innit? Like, everyone is nice, innit? But he was just a bit of a dick. But then when the when the shooting had started, he was lit. Do you know what I mean? It was a sick interview, and he was, like, lit. But as soon as the camera stopped, he'd become a dick again. So it made me respect him, innit? It made me respect, like, the, the craft of the yeah. camera work. Like, the switch on was crazy. Just like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give some, like, say like a title or something he's won. No, like, but if I if I say it, it's too bait, bro. Oh, oh, oh. It's too bait, and like, bro, <laughs> I still need my job. So like, <laughs> I still need it. Still, nah, it's that. too bait. Yeah, it's too bait. Bro, you know when you interview people, yeah? Do you ever like? Have you ever been like? Have you ever crumbled? Like I crumbled once, yeah, because I've done. I've interviewed bare musicians. Yeah, who, did, who did you crumble? Gigs. Is it? it bro, I crumbled. Is it intimidating? Do you know, for me it was, yeah, because I'm such, like, it was at the time, it was like, all I listened to was gigs. It was like, if I could do any, I remember telling myself when I'd done music interviews, I was like, if I could interview three people, gigs, Jadakiss and Drake, and somehow through Link Up TV, I'd done it, got there, I sat down, I was kind of nervous, yeah. And like I've done now, where I'm like, so we're going to throw it back. How did this start? Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, so like, something like, how did music start? And he was like... I'm not even gonna answer that question still. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> He's oh like, he was God. like, I've answered that a billion times. And then he was like, oh, I've made him nervous. I've made him yeah, nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts hollering his boys that I've made him nervous. But I, I helped, bro, I remember at that moment, yeah, I looked at the door and I thought, you know, fight or flight? Yeah, It yeah, kicked yeah. in because I was like, I could stay or I could just run out this room and block everyone and just retire from what I was doing, but I affirmed it. And at the end, he shook my hand and he was like, nah, that was, cause it was a good interview when we got through, it was like 40 minutes in it. And yeah, it turned yeah. out, it's for like a front cover of a magazine. It was cool. But in that moment, you were shook, yeah, bro, yeah. I crumbled. Yeah, I think I crumbled with gigs as well. That guy's intimidating. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Cause he just don't, you know, like some people would notice you're nervous, but not heat you up. He was yeah, that far yeah, 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 yeah. But that probably, <laughs> that probably made it better that he just made light of it. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But no, I don't think I've ever crumbled. Ultimately, like, I don't really care if I'm being real. Like, I just think none of this stuff matters anyway, so it's like, it's calm. Yeah. And the first one, the first one I did with Rio, I was mad shook, but he was a sick interviewee, so like, he just carried me the whole time. Like, he, he seems was, like a proper nice yeah, person. Yeah, proper to... nice. I was from the ends as well, so it, like, he just like, was showed mad love. But then after that, after I did like three or four, I was calm. 
And yeah, I was doing yeah, stand up yeah. as well. So like talking to someone was nothing compared to like doing open mics and stuff. Yeah, this was way before I'd done stand up. So yeah, I was yeah, like, you I did, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just had like the stage presence already. So I wasn't really shook. I haven't really, ultimately I just think, I'm just talking to him about shirts. I'm like deep, do you know what I mean? Yeah, ultimately, yeah, yeah. that's what comes to my mind. So even if I'm not prepared or it's not going that well, I just think, oh, whatever, man. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I hear that. So what, Fantasy Football League, yeah? Yeah. Bruv, you know what? When I knew you was coming on, I was like, cool, I'm going to watch bare episodes. Check Sky Go. There's only one episode from your season. Yeah, because it's on um, Now TV now. Ah, oh, they yeah, snakes. Yeah, they but snakes. I watched that one with Maisie Adam and Ro Fa- Mo Farah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, bro, one thing I'm interested, yeah? So f- you see the sketch at the start. Yeah. What was it? What was the sketch? That the, it was the Michael Rich. It was the Deadline Day one where you and Michael Richards. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. They was doing all the, you know, like all the deadline day yeah, moments. Yeah, yeah. And I think Matt Lucas was Jim White with the yeah, yellow yeah, yeah. tie and that. How long does that, a sketch like that, because it was only like two minutes what you see on TV, yeah? But from like start to finish, so like writing, rewriting, shooting it, reshooting it, editing it. How long does it take to make like a two minute sketch like that? It's a total of three days, isn't it? Cause For one two minute sketch. Because, well, it's not... Re- like, basically, Monday, you write all the sketches and the jokes. Because we write the show Monday, Tuesday, and we film and record Wednesday. Mm. So, like, we write the sketches on Monday and then go through it Monday, then go through it Tuesday, basically, and then film it during the day. So probably do about... It's not crazy long. The longest part is, like, the makeup and stuff because you have to get into costume and that. And then do a few takes... And then they edit it like within the hour. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's quick. Cause the cause the show is a quick turnaround. Oh, like on Monday when I w- when we will come in Monday morning, we don't have a show. Yeah, Did you get it. So you're starting everything from scratch. Monday, Tuesday, so the turnaround is quick. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose it has to be a bit because it's because it's, it's topical. Based, yeah, it's, topical, it's based around yeah. like football that week. Or yeah, exactly. So like it just has to be quick. We write that sketch, boom. <clears throat> Go through it on Tuesday, fine tune anything that we don't like. We do a lot of read throughs and stuff as well, and then mm. just film the sketch. So in the read throughs, if like no one's like, la- you know, like sometimes I tell my barber jokes here, and sometimes he is laughs. You, is he, is he practicing them? Nah, actually, yeah, because I don't. It's when I'm sitting there, because he likes stand up as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like practice. But if I'm written something new and I just want someone's feedback, sometimes I tell like other comedians, but him. One thing I do is sometimes he laughs and then other times like he just politely smiles because he don't want to boy man off and be like, no, that's dead. <laughs> that's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're doing a read through, like, do you like look around for the, because re- the reactions of certain are like important yeah, as well. Yeah, but it's, everyone is writing it though. So it's weird. Do you know what I mean? Everyone is, everyone in the room is writing it. So it's not like, it's like if me and you are writing something together. We just talk to whatever makes us laugh, then that's what we put in. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like we're writing it and then we have to show it to someone. Okay. It's like okay, we're all okay. writing this thing together. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just try to go with organic laughs, innit? Whatever gets an organic laugh in the room, then I probably I feel like I'll stick with that because that got the natural reaction. So the likelihood is that's going to work on the night. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear yeah, that. Yeah. Cool. So with the show, yeah, like how. How's things kind of, or have things kind of changed? Because that's like two TV shows now. Yeah, That yeah. one's on Sky One. I'm rich now, bro. I'm trying <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying shit. No, my life has changed a lot. Like, it's just like, uh, more in the public eye. So it's more like, it's good and bad. You got more clout. You get crazy DMs. <laughs> well, like what? 
both <coughs> ways. Girls onto you and guys like you fucking dickhead. That's when I see you. you do a lot of <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> or like, cause like my stuff, our stuff kind of controversial, especially fantasy football was kind of controversial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My standards kind of controversial. So some lot of the times I, I get a lot of shit a lot of the times. Is so it? It's like, it's half and half, isn't it? It's just like, half of it is good. You get clout, you get opportunities, you get love, but then you get a few dickheads. That's kind of the main thing. Like I got a stalker. Is it? Yeah, facts. I had a stalker. The police had to come to my house and that. What, they found out where you live? No, they didn't find out where I live, but they just kept like, they pretended they were a promoter. So I gave them my number, but they they, they wasn't a promoter. They wanted me to like meet, meet up with them. <laughs> <laughs> just meet up with them. And I was like, I just blocked them. And they just kept changing number and kept like Rah. harassing me and that. So it's mad. Yeah, so there's that. There's that in it. But like, there's that's minor. I'm, I'm from the ends. I live a real life. Someone chatting yeah, shit to yeah, me on the yeah. internet is nothing. So I, I don't that. really. It doesn't really um, bother me. Do you know what I mean? I've been in peak. I've been in peak situations, bro. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Something like that is, is nothing. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's it's good. Like, it's changed my life a lot. Like, obviously, I'm full time now. Mm. So I, I'm professional. Like, full time. And sometimes I pinch myself like, bro, like man's telling jokes for a living. That's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, man's living nice. Like. Do you know what I mean? I can take care of my mum now a little bit, like, but off, off of just telling joke. One day I decide I'm gonna go to an open mic, and like, that's I just find that I'm grateful for that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I can deal with the shit that comes with it. I just think it's part yeah. and parcel. Do you know what I mean? Bro, you mentioned you're from the ends, yeah, bro. See, see I said I've interviewed like rappers and that. Mm. People from the ends, yeah, because I remember when I used to interview rappers, bro. People thought I'd made it. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they'd see me post a picture with like gigs or whatever, and they'd be like, "Nah, you're up, you're you're, you're, you're clear now. You've yeah, gone yeah, clear." Yeah. People think I'm, people think I've gone clear. Clear. Yeah. <laughs> but the other day, fam, I was going, I was going, uh, North Greenwich Station, so I was just waiting for the bus to get there, bro. One guy pulled up on some guy from the ends, like pulled up on me. He's like, "Yo, bro, where you going?" I was like, "I'm just going." Let's get two uh, to wait for the bus. He goes, "Bro." How the fuck you on Sky? You waiting for the bus, bro? <laughs> How the fuck they let that happen? I'm like, bro, what? Like, would you think I should fly to North Greenwich Station? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you think's happening here, fam? I was like, waiting for the bus, bro. He's like, bro, I thought you'd be whipping a mug. I'm like, nah, but it's like, bro, like, why would I just drive my car to North Greenwich Station to leave it there to get a ticket? Like, bro, I'm, I'm getting the bus. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. But it's like, yeah, guys do think like you've gone clear and that. But I think that's a good thing. Like it just show like you're on like on the right path. People starting to notice you because people think um, accumulate clout with money, innit? Mm. But it's not the same thing. Nah, like you nah. can have a lot of clout and be broke. I know bare clouty guys who are dead broke. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, and I know bare guys who are up who no one knows who they are. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. People mistake. Oh, if you're on TV, if you got a blue tick, you must be making bread. But that's just not. That's not necessarily. It's not always true, do you know what I mean? Bro, I get that a lot. Even now, now my followers have gone up, yeah? Like, I, I remember at a gig, yeah? I done a gig the other, like, the other day. I was, they were like, oh, well, you on Instagram? I was like, yeah, follow me up. They just checked my page. They're like, right, you're a proper professional comedian, ain't it? You got like X thousands of followers, blue tit. Like, you're proper serious. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm en route, maybe. Who knows? But... People just, yeah, I know what you mean, innit? Because yeah, yeah. they just see numbers and... Well, they... I suppose, like, social media, you can frame things better than they are, innit? So if I go if yeah. I go on social media now, if I go to Top Secret Comedy Club, I can take a picture and be like, perform that Top Secret, and people will be like, oh, you're legit, you're at Top Secret. They don't tell you that you did a charity gig at 2pm, um, no one, hardly anyone was there, no one laughed at your jokes. 
that yeah. you don't you don't you don't show that on social media. You just frame it in the way you want to frame it. Guys are like, yeah, I'm on the BBC. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. You're not really. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you're not really. You're just there. Like they, yeah, you could have yeah, been yeah. anyone, but you frame it. Wow, you're on the BBC. You must be. You must be legit. But it's like that's how social media is, isn't it? You can frame, mm. which is a good thing because it allows like um, it allows comics and creators to have a bit more power. So like without social media, you'd you'd be at the mercy of the clubs or the producer at ITV or whoever. If they yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. you, no matter how funny you are, you're not get, you're not progressing. Whereas at least now with your social media, you can put on your own shows, you can do your podcast, you can do whatever you want. But then again, it has made people less funny and less good at what they do because you can just frame it as you are doing good. There's so many people where I was like, they post it and people are like, that's congrats, big congrats. But I was like, I was there. <laughs> the fact that you're posting that is crazy. You bombed. The fact that you're posting that is crazy. <laughs> that's a fact. No, that's a fact. No, though. It's true. It's true. It's that's true. a fact, though. That's big facts. So it's like the fact that that happened. Like that's just big facts, bro. And you can't really shape what people see in it. So you can frame it how you want to frame it. And that's what a lot of guys are doing. They're just framing shit to make themselves look better. No, I hear that. I hear that. One thing I do, yeah, I rate all my gigs in terms of like a football score, innit? Every time I do a gig, I'm like, yeah, that was a 2-1, 4-1, whatever. Oh, okay. And sometimes I post it with a little analysis, like, oh, yeah, <coughs> we started strong, but the other team conceded there's work to be done or something. Because <laughs> <I like laughs> that, that. That, it helps me understand how I've performed, didn't it? Because yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll ever have a 5-0 because I'm too much of a perfectionist. There's always going to be something where you could be like, oh, that bit could have been. No, no, trust me, I'll have a 5-0 soon. It's very rare though. It's, it's like a we, rare one, like isn't it? Four times a year, but trust me, them five nils feel good. You gotta shake them off though, because you, you have start to. thinking you're some lit guy. These times you just had a good night. Do you know what I mean? That's another thing. Like, that's the thing about stand up. It's just like it's, I love it because like it's just you can't you can't fake it. I don't think like you can fake it on social, but eventually like no, you get found out. People know people know who's funny or not. Do you know what I mean? Bro, one thing that I'm glad yeah is like. Because basically, with my followers, they went up basically from two videos, innit? Like, two videos just took off. So you did that BBC composition? Yeah. And the two clips from that? I posted so two clips of, from that. So you didn't win that, right? Nah. But I got to, like, the TV stage, innit? So you got to the TV stage. Out of all the people that got to the TV stage, and including the guy who won it, I don't know who it is, you probably got the best out of it by those two clips. I guess. Do you understand? Yeah, I guess. That's what I mean. So it's like... That's what, what I mean has changed, which is a good thing. That even though you didn't win it, sorry, even though you didn't win it, those two clips built your following more than any of those guys who were on it. So imagine if the BBC, imagine if that was in the 90s and you didn't have social media. Yeah, that's true. You would have just been a loser. Bro, one thing with the BBC, because I was nervous, yeah, because when I done that thing, I was, I filmed it when I was 11 months into stand-up, yeah, yeah. and all the people I was up against, they've been going for years and that, yeah. And I was like, winning, I would I would like to win, but I'm not going to like cry if I don't. I just want to like not be shit. Like I yeah, want yeah. someone to be able to watch it and be like, no, you've done your thing, innit? And I think I've done that. So for me, that's job done, innit? I, yeah. I, if I went up there and bombed, yeah. but I got all them followers, I'd feel like, I, I, feel it, like a fraud. I'd feel like a fraud, bro. But the thing is about the competitions, comedy competitions are, I don't do them. I, f I refuse to do them. I've never done a comedy competition. Um, what, no gongs? I've done gongs to get in clubs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I actually did the cab competition because I could get through a year. 
was no brainer. That's the only reason why I did it. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't do like the BBC. I never did like the BBC new comedian stuff because mm. I feel like comedy competitions. One comedy is so subjective. So to have a competition, it's not sports. Nah. It's not like you won and you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? On any different, on every night, it's a different thing. There's stuff. Some people that went through, I don't find funny. Mm. But that's because comedy is subjective. Do you understand? So to do a competition is really tough. Also, it's almost like it's like a driving test. So learning how to drive, you have to drive. Nah. All right, so when you do eventually have to drive, so that's a very embarrassing. You're a big man. I got right. that green card. <laughs> <laughs> Provisional license. It's embarrassing. <laughs> no, but when you learn how to drive, yeah, driving to pass your test is completely different to driving on the road. How you drive to pass yourself is not how you drive on the road. You you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Guys will crash into you. That's not how you do. So that's how yeah. comedy competitions are. How you do to, to do a comedy competition? It's not how you do it in clubs and when you're gigging and stuff. Mm. So it's like. It's weird practice. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's yeah, not the yeah. same. It's, it's not. not comedy. It's not the same thing. It's not. It's all set up for you. When you do nights, when we do open mics and you do club gigs, it's not nothing is set up for you. It's fucking someone drunk says talking. You got to put out that fire. Do you know what I mean? They don't yeah. say cut. Uh, we'll do that take again. That yeah, doesn't, yeah, doesn't yeah. happen in real comedy. So it's like if you just focus on competitions, you're never gonna get good. Yeah, do you know I, what I, mean? I don't really. I only did that one and I didn't even expect much of it. I just, you just sent them the video and then one thing led to another and then I'd done it. I was like, fuck it. But I, I, I don't like, I don't seek out competitions like, yo, I want to be London new comedian of the year or Brighton new comedian, like them mm. random ones. Like, I don't really seek them out. Who knows that if you see me do one, then fuck it, innit? Man, what's that bread? But yeah, before I get onto the comedy, yeah. Bro, if you were a baller, mm. who would you be? And be, like realist, and I'll tell you who I'd be after. Yeah, realist, not like oh, I'm Messi. <laughs> like actual playing style. How are you gonna wise. say Messi as well? <laughs> actual playing style wise. No, when I used to play football, I used to be a bit like. A I'm bit thinking like Lee Fabregas. Cattermore. No, I used to be a bit like Fabregas. Fabregas. I, had, I had tech still. <laughs> I, I was a young young black guy with tech. Nah, my favorite players were like my favorite players are those kind of players like Perlo. Uh, Xavi, uh, Skulls, yeah. Thiago, those are my favourite kind of balls. Centre mid then. Centre mid, that techie centre mid's like just bossing the game. Okay. So th if I was a player, like I love Busquets, that's one of my favourite players ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, I would like to be a player like that. But then obviously I would love to be messy in it. But it really is that your actual playing style though? Like, yeah, I used to, yeah, yeah, just get the ball, keep it ticking and that. Little 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 Jimmy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing. Little Jimmy, pass it. You get me? Look at look look. look don't really run in that. I look, hear that. Look good, yeah. yeah. At Berbatov in yeah, midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that, bro. If I was a player, yeah, I'd either be. I think you're gonna say Zlatan. Nah, it's I got two players and they're for the same reason, yeah. Adriano, but when he was shit, like when he <laughs> fell off, or John Arnaresa because I'm left footed. Are you left footed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got like, bro, if I was on FIFA, I'd have 99 shot, shot power, power, 20 accuracy. Yeah, yeah, your team's just blazing. <laughs> like once in every 50 shots, I'll score a banger and the other 49, the team's going to hate me for shooting. <laughs> <laughs> but for that one banger, we'll allow you. Bro. That one banger a season, will allow you to keep shooting. It was worth it just for yeah, that yeah. one top bins. I like that still. Yeah, that would be me. But Can yeah. <laughs> Just mad power, no accuracy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, you see with the... Bro, one thing I noticed with you, yeah? 
or I because when I met, I think I met you early on when I done stand up, and I used to look at you on these gigs like open mics, and I'd be like, "But why is this guy here? Like, he's too good to be doing these little gigs." But then after a while, I realized why you kind of use those smaller gigs. Like, I kind of, I think I've talked to you about this before, but tell the people listening, like, because some people would think like you're a full time comedian, you do mad spots, you know you've done bare six shows and that so some people would think like raw like shouldn't you just be doing big club big club big club every night but you still put in time with the the smaller ones the smaller gigs why'd you do that the small gigs are the gigs are the most important ones because they're the hardest rooms to play if you're doing like let's say you do an open mic gig half of the audience don't want to be there they've been dragged by their friend so then they're, they're not that impressed they're not up for it They've dragged them into a small little shitty pub somewhere. Um, and you're doing new stuff, new material. So if you can get laughs in that, you know you got something really good. Whereas if you go the big clubs or the big gigs, you're just doing your best stuff. And it's just more of an, I just think it's more of an ego. And that's how you get, get trapped in there. those guys that do the same 20 for the 20, 20 years because they just, do, they just do the shows. And they don't get, they don't. For me, comedy, the best thing about comedy is writing and, and doing new jokes. It's the best thing. Mm. So you don't want to do new jokes at certain clubs because you might, they might be shit. So you just do all the shit gigs and get, okay, that works there, that works there, that works there. Then when you go to the club, oh, you got a new 20? They think that you're fucking Gandhi or someone like that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, but it's just like, no, you're just putting in work. Monday and Tuesday, I just think to myself, if I go Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, why would I not go to an open mic gig instead of sitting at home playing FIFA? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't get, I didn't, I, I'm doing comedy. Do you know what I mean? But some people just get into. Some people don't like. I don't like nice things. That's mm. me, Andrew Mensah. I don't really like nice things. I don't like facials. That, that uh, jacket's kind of nice though. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a bit of swag, but I don't like doing nice things. I don't like. So when it comes to comedy, I like doing tough gigs. I like doing like working out material and yeah. uncomfortable and stuff. But I like that. That's what makes you good. And mm. I just think all the best stuff has come from those. All the, all my best stuff, sorry, has come from doing those gigs. So it's like, if you stop that, then you, you're kind of losing the stuff that got you into position to do better gigs. So it's Bro. like, you can't really, I don't think you can stop that. You know? mm. So the whole goal is to do it, is to do it for an hour. So you should always be writing new jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then once you finish your first hour, it's about your next hour. So it's like, there's no need for not writing jokes. And some people don't live life, mm. if, you don't, if you know what I mean. You've got to live life and you've got to talk about your life and the stuff you've been through. And jokes come from that. Like people feel like you have to, I need to get this original idea about cameras and this is this bit about cameras. Like you just talk about what's happening in your life. Like people's lives are interesting. And people, not only is people interested in what you have to say about your life, a lot of people are probably going through what you're going through, mm. have similar feelings that you're feeling. So if you talk about those things, People will you'll connect with people more than you would disconnect. Do you know what I mean? Bro, I hear that. That's a good point. Because one thing, I like comedians where I, I don't really want to hear like a 10-minute bit on like cameras or like some artificial pointless yeah. thing. I like it when people are like, they're talking about things that bother them or they're insecure about or they're, they're showing like a part of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I think people buy into who you are, aren't it? Because do, I do watch some people and they're, they're funny. They get laughs, but it's like, You've kind of this is kind of surface level. Yeah, and I think that, I think I think like all comedy is to be enjoyed, isn't it? I don't really like when people be like, "Oh, that's that's great. That's this comedy is hack or this comedy is uh, superficial." I like comedy that is funny. Mm. I'd rather see a hack comedian that's funny than a deep comedian that ain't telling me jokes. 
<laughs> that's a fact. I hate that notion of like, oh, this, that's funny, but it's hack. So you go, go up, go on stage and try to do a hack funny joke. See how you get on. So I think funny has to be funny first, but I think some people are just caught up in what what is funny and they have an idea of like, oh, this would be funny, so I'm going to do that. But sometimes you can't really like, you can't, you know that's not them. Like I think the stuff about the stuff that you do about therapy is great because you do you went to, you went to therapy. Mm. It's very simple. You went to therapy. You thought, what's funny about me going to therapy? And you said those jokes, and it's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. That's how people. That's how simple it can be. But some people make it deeper than it, it needs to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So like, what's like the best and worst thing you think about being a comedian? Start with the best. The best thing is just like. You get to say dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then people accept it. Some of the things I say on stage, I'm like, the fact that people are even listening, I'm saying dumb shit. Like, any other place, if I said this, I get in trouble. If I said, if I was working in Tesco and I said what I just <coughs> said, I'll get fired. If I said this at the dinner table, my mum would slap me. Here, <laughs> these people are laughing, and it's like, I, you can make a living off saying dumb shit. That's the best thing. Like being a comedian, like jokes is just everything. Like just people laughing. Like, and I just think ultimately you're just saying some bullshit. <laughs> like you're not saying nothing. Like <laughs> when I deep it, yeah, it's actually dumb. Like you're not saying nothing because some comedians think they're saying deep shit. Yeah, I have a. I mean, since the camera, I have an announcement to every comedian out there. You're not saying nothing but dumb <laughs> shit, and that's the beauty of it to me. Like, I don't have to be serious at any time. I don't have to fucking like be deep. And like, I can do how much I can get away with just because I'm a comedian. Like, for example, I don't support a football team. I'm a glory hunter. I live with it. But people are like, ah, oh, it's a comedian, so it's fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. I can yeah, do so yeah, much yeah, shit because yeah, I'm a comedian. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. That's just the beauty of it. Like you get to say and do dumb shit because people think, oh, he's a comedian, it makes me laugh. Yeah. That's just that's just the beauty of it. What's the worst then? I would say the worst is probably like maybe I would say that I wouldn't say the industry is toxic. I would say I would say there's a mesh. There isn't a clear separation between people who do it as a hobby and people who do it seriously what I mean is this yeah you know he's gonna say something mad controversial no, no, no. really goes what I mean is this what I mean is this shit I can say I can you know when people are like, I'm not being racist no no, no. what I mean is this what I mean is this <laughs> what I mean is this yeah for example if I play football yeah mm. I play football every day yeah at no one time me playing football will Cristiano Ronaldo would I play with Cristiano Ronaldo like, there's never going to be a time I'm playing five-a-side. Cristiano is going to come and be like, yo, I want to jump in because I want to try some new skills. Never will happen. True, say Kaka done that once. Man. Yeah, but Kaka's retired. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it's like, there's no footballer that's playing right now in the Premier League that will come and be like, yo, I want to kick with you, man. So there's a separation between the best and... Whereas comedy, there's a mesh. You could do a gig at Vauxhall and fucking Romish Raganavan can pop in. And you think you're on a lineup with Roman Stragnation, but you're not really. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And so there's that mesh in between. So a lot of people feel like they're comedians, but they're not. And a lot of people are around co comedy and they don't do comedy. Their boyfriend is a successful comedian or their dad might be this person. So they're in and around the comedy industry, but they gig once a week. They don't really do it. Mm. 
and it's like sometimes they have an effect on what's happening and the culture of it so i would say that that separation is is like a bit tricky and i wouldn't say there's anything necessarily bad about comedy like the art form of comedy i think is pure like it's beautiful like it's changed mm. my life like it's connected it connects with you with people like there's nothing negative to me about laughter and making people laugh and the whole art of it but i feel like some people get caught up in the industry of comedy yeah. that's when I think it can be a bit poisonous sometimes and the status quo and uh, some people treat comedy industry like we're in school but it's like do you know what I mean the whole purpose of doing comedy the art form I have nothing bad to say about it I think the art form is beautiful and if people just focused on comedy and not comedians and not who who's doing whatever it would be a much purer place if that makes sense yeah yeah there's a yeah but then also someone could, I'm sure there's people that I've seen you and they might see you pop in at open mic and be like, rah, like, I've done a gig with Andrew Mensa, you know? Like, yeah, but they're, 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 they're fooling themselves. <laughs> That's just a fact, like, not, not in the arrogance thing. It's like, yeah. they're fooling themselves into thinking like, oh, because I must be doing well. Yeah. Because so-and-so, pop. but that's how comedy is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't think, I open for Ricky Gervais, I don't think I'm on the level of Ricky Gervais ever because... That's not how comedy works. Like it don't work like that. You yeah, I mean? yeah, that makes. Sense. I was going home to my mum's house. He was going to his mansion in Hampstead. It doesn't matter that we gigged the same day. We're living two different lives. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. We're living two completely different lives. So it's yeah, like, definitely. I think that's there's a there's like a there's a blurred line in between mm. comedians and how they feel like they they are. For me, if you're not doing comedy full time or if you're not doing if you're not involved in comedy like that, then you're not really a comedian. You're just you're just doing comedy, which is great. Like, and it's a beautiful thing, and you should keep pursuing it because you will be doing. You, the thing about comedy is you're not far from having a hundred grand grand year or going full time, which is to be or getting a massive amount of followers like like yourself. So that's what what the beauty is, isn't it? But in that moment, you've got to understand the humility of where you are. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's like you gotta know. Okay, you you might have followers on Instagram, but you're not Mo Gilligan. You might be Mo Gilligan, but you're not Ricky Gervais. Like there's just levels to this whole thing. But I feel like some people mistake where their level is. Yeah. You know I mean? And I've done that bare times. There's times I thought, like, why am I not doing that? Why am I not doing? Why am I not closing that show? Then you see someone close the show, and you're like, oh, that's why. That's why I'm. Not doing <laughs> that's it. why, you know bro. I mean? Yeah. That's a real thing, yeah. Because I do feel like you need that, like. You need to be able to analyze yourself and yeah. like be honest in it, because you can get an e you can get an ego from like anything, but a lot from comedy in it. And if you can't, even when I do a big gig, yeah, let's say it was a football match, I do a big gig, and I, it's like a three four one. I still leave there with like it's like yo, there's there's still levels to go. Or like I'll yeah, see yeah. like the headliner kill the twenty minutes. I'm like, yeah, I killed the ten, but. He killed it for twice as long. Like that's harder, and there's and also like there's different spots. Like opening is 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 much harder than going in the middle. Yeah. So there's a, there was times where I'd be killing in the middle, you know. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, these pros don't want no smoke with me. Then you do the opening spot, you're like, oh, I get. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is different. <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is different. Like this is it's a different water I'm swimming in. Do you it know is, what I mean? So it's it like. Yeah, like, so you just like, yeah, I wouldn't say there's anything bad about, and to answer your question, there's nothing bad about comedy itself, like the art form. I just feel like sometimes the industry can be poisonous. Mm. But 
I let go of the industry a long time ago. What do you mean poisonous though? Like people have too much ego or what? Or like ego, there's like gatekeeping or what? There's gatekeeping. There's 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 gossip. There's all of those things. There's so much things that make it toxic. Mm. So if you if you get caught up in the industry, you'll get you'll become bitter. Yeah. Because, but it's not it's not in your control anyway. So my whole thing is like, just do comedy, write and gig, and you. If you just take away everything else, you'll be happy. Trust me, because it's the best thing. It's the best thing, like gigging and making people laugh, driving to a village somewhere people don't know where you're from, and they're laughing at what you're saying. It's like Bro, there's, them, there's nothing. There's nothing better than that. Them non-London gigs, yeah, where you've gone out of London, you've travelled bare far, and it's in some random. It's usually in some like sort of like just random venue you didn't yeah. even know could facilitate comedy exactly. like a town hall or community centre yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. like 200 people there or something they pop off they pop off man they're sick they pop they off they are yeah. sick for sure bro once again I forgot to promote the new segment this is the third time <laughs> I, I, that's probably why I spilled shampoo because I was like fuck gotta remember to promote the new segment at the start I forgot anyway new seg well it's not that new anymore <laughs> But this is the sixth episode. I've done it three times. It's in 50% of all episodes ever. But segment, would you rather, yeah? Okay. So basically, I'm going to give you some scenarios. You've got to pick which one and tell me why, yeah? Five five scenarios. Okay, okay. Cool. First of all, yeah, you know what? I'll start off with this because I've asked a couple other people this, yeah? All right. You could do your, like... You have, there's a gig you could do. And if you smash it, you become, like a quote-unquote superstar. So whatever that means for you, you get it. If that's like riches, followers, whatever that is for you, you get it, yeah? But these are the conditions, yeah? So you pick the where you do it, how long the set is, and your three favourite um, comedians have to judge, and they'll tell you if you've done well or not, and if they think you didn't, you have to quit comedy. So would you take this gig where if you smash it, you're a star, and if you if your three favorite comedians didn't think you smashed it, you have to quit. Of course, I'll take it. <laughs> you reckon? I'll take it for sure. Then what? So if you what, and if you don't take it, you just carry on. As yeah, normal. you just carry on as normal. Nah, I'll take it. You take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long would the set be? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen. Boy, you, the people judging you—they do hours, you know. No, because I think fifteen. Because it's impossible. You said. Any club, any time. It, I just packed, have to, it's not just them. I three. just have to kill it. Yeah, there's a real audience. It's impossible. I wouldn't kill 15. You reckon? So I would say 15. <laughs> that's just safe. Get me safe. 15. I don't want to say 10. 10 too easy. So I would say 15. They might look down on a 10 and be like, he's not ready. Yeah, only 15. Got a 10. I'll do longer than 15. But I'm doing 15. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm doing 15. Um, when you say it's a 15 but you're killing it so it's really a 22 or something yeah you understand <laughs> what I'm saying they put me for a 15 but really and truly I'm killing it um, <laughs> alright what venue Top Secret would be the venue Top Secret yeah, yeah and sure. there's a real audience yeah, yeah Top Secret and what, what, free, what free comedians it can't be people you know it's like so I would say you know. Chris Rock yeah um, Chris Rock Ricky Gervais but I know Ricky Gervais so I can't say Ricky uh, you Gervais. can't say Ricky Gervais okay Chris Rock Bill Burr. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm going to have to say Sarah Silverman. Mm. So them, them three judges, top secret. Actually, no, I'll say Wanda Sykes. Because Wanda Sykes and Chris Rock are close, I think if he likes me, she will like me. 
Yeah, but then also if he don't like you, she might not yeah, like yeah. you so as well. Yeah, but I'm I'm banking on. I'm banking. <laughs> I'm banking on it going well. So I think if I get one of them, I've got both of them. Because let's say it's through. Then I'm through. Let's say it's a voting thing, yeah, where it's like there's everyone gets a vote. Did did Andrew kill it? Yes or no? You could technically get through with just two votes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So I'll, I'll go Bill Burr. I'll go Bill Burr, Chris Rock, and Sarah Silverman. Yeah, Sarah Silverman. Okay, yeah. top secret, 15 minute, then free judge. You take it. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon I can take it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No pressure. The last guess I had on was like, no, nah, I wouldn't take it because I'm due to become a star anyway. <laughs> I was like, that energy. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But I'll take it because because I'll take it knowing I'm gonna I'm gonna smash it. Yeah. And, oh, you got one year from now to do the gig. Oh my god, one year! Yeah, I thought you're to, doing the gig now. No, not as in today. It's in within a year from oh, now. Then I'll, fam, I, no, I forgot to mention. That's too that. easy. That's too easy. I'm definitely taking it definitely. for one year. No, you. Uh, so what? Uh, Whatever today's date is, the a deadline. A year. A year from now is the deadline. Fuck off. That'll be easy. <laughs> That'll be easier. That'll be easy. Say no more. All right. Obviously, you like football and comedy, yeah? Yeah. Present match of the day or like a late night comedy show in the UK? Late night comedy show. Not even a fourth for match of the day. You'd no. be the Gary Lineker of match of the day. Can't tell no real jokes on those shows. Ah, so it's about the jokes. Yeah, it's always about the jokes, yeah. So I would say late night comedy show, more creative, can do more things. What was there though? Like Match of the Day is a bit more like it's a bit typical. You know what you do, you'll be doing the same thing every every week. Yeah, and it's like yeah, welcome to the show, here's this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These two these two guys do the punch, you don't even do that. That's dead fam. Late night would be sick. Imagine you like hosting like Jimmy Fallon in the UK. That'd be lit. That would be sick still. I had a feel that was that was kind of easy actually. All right, uh, this one's gonna follow the same same response. I think yeah. All right, live at the Apollo yeah, or you're a pundit during the World Cup final broadcast, but you can tell jokes. Like it's a new station that's got bare viewers that are pun, looking pun, for like pundit. Pundit. Yeah, live at the Apollo is not that deep to me. Not that deep. No, live at the Apollo is not, it's not the same it was once once. No, it's not that. It's, not, it's sick. Like, doing live it probably would be sick. So I was going to say, if you done it, you'd be gassed. Like, well, you'd be gassed, but like, that's just calm. More Like the punditry thing, World Cup final, that would be lit. Everyone's watching. That would be lit. Who that would, would, who would lit. the other pundits be? Roy Keane and um, Ian Wright. Ian Wright? Yeah, Roy Keane and Ian Wright. Who'd be the lead presenter? Lineker. Yeah, it might have to be a Lineker, you not know. Not Dave Jones. No, Lineker, then on commentary, Peter Jury. Yeah. yeah. Peter Jury, I'm trying to remember his voice. Peter Jury is a serious commentator, bro. When you go home, just Google Peter Jury. Nah, I mean, I've watched him better. I just can't, his voice make, is not... make you cry, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that goes like mad over the top. Yeah, yeah, he's got lines as well. He's got them crazy lines, fam. Yeah, yeah. All right, this one. So obviously your cousin's Eze at Palace, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So... Assuming you had like the skills to like you were a mad baller as well, yeah. Put- Why are you saying I am a mad baller? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I don't like that. I don't like that. Man, to assume nah, nah. the disrespect is crazy. <laughs> no, when you hear the question though, you you understand. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> yeah, go on. You're saying Fabregas. I'm seeing Lee Catamol. <laughs> <laughs> you know them tough tacklers like. Yeah, loves nah. a tackle, loves a slide. That's what I thought your playing style would nah, be. Nah, like. man, I'm sugar the ball, bro. <laughs> I'm scared, fam. I hate tackles and headers. 
Yeah. Okay, go on. So, yeah, cousin Eze. Cool, cool. So, your cousin's Eze at Palace, yeah? Play for Real Madrid for one year with Eze or do a year-long European comedy tour. But how big's the tour, though? Because you could do you could do a Europe tour. You could just be doing no, nah, not shit open rooms. mics, not open mics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's not like you're doing. Like, you're doing big arenas, big stadiums, or theaters. Let's say theaters, because big stadiums is too easy. But then you also have to consider if you play for Madrid. But one year though at Madrid, only one year. It's a one year trial, where like, if you smash it, they'll keep you on, and if you don't, they're like, yeah, you're done out here. Because you could also go back to comedy after that one year of Real Madrid. It's not like comedy has to end. The thing about football, yeah. I love football. I love watching it. I love the glory, but I don't like playing it that much. No, but let's say you had the level to make it at Real Madrid week in, week out. But that's what I'm saying. That you had Fabregas' skill in his prime. But that's what I'm saying. I still don't enjoy playing football. Oh, is it? But it's not I don't enjoy I enjoy it sometimes. But like comedy, on that European tour, I'd just be having so much fun. Like, I just love doing comedy. I love everything about doing it. So I would say the, the tour. The tour. The European tour. The Real Madrid thing almost got me, though, because Real Madrid is different. With Eze as yeah, well. Yeah, it'll be different. Send a mid, me and Ez. I saw his new boots. He's got yeah. you on the boots, <laughs> Yeah, <bro. laughs> I was saying, bro. That would have been crazy. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... Um, it's a I'm tough one, I'm isn't go, it? I'm going to go with European tour. European Fears, tour. Yeah, Fears. Fears. Yeah, European. Couple hundred. No, nah, a few thousand, man. Come on, man. Nah, it's couple. It's like a few thousand, bro. Come few on, thousands man. too easy, bro. It's too easy. Couple hundred, I'll still, I'll still do. You still take yeah, it because the court, the tour's like not really. I, I don't know. I think if I if I was good, at, you know why I, I didn't like playing football because I realized I'm kind of whack. That, <laughs> <laughs> like you know when you're young, yeah. Everyone thinks they're a baller and yeah, everyone yeah. thinks they're sick. But then, like, I realised quite early on, like, yo, like, I'm average at best. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. And I hear that. All right, final question, yeah. This ain't really to do with football comedy, yeah. One million pound now or 10 million pounds in 10 years? It's a tough one. It's tough because you might not... Anything can happen in 10 years. But... I know for a fact, if I got one million today, I'll, I'll, that million will be gone in a year. I'll be blowing it, bro. <laughs> Strip clubs, <laughs> Lamborghini. So I'll, I'll just go 10 million in 10 years. If I don't make it in 10 years, it's calm. Because if you take the 10 mil, it's like you almost have a 10 year like bro, failure no, nothing, free. Yeah, nothing will phase you for yeah, 10 years. Yeah, nothing. Nothing you could fail I've as got much as 10 milli coming. <laughs> you could bomb at every <laughs> yeah, yeah. gig for 10 years. It don't matter, yeah. It, it don't, don't matter. matter. It don't matter, yeah. So I'll go 10, 10, 10 mil in 10 years. What about if it was like more than more than a mil? Like, let's say five, 5 million now. No, I'll take the 5 mil. Five's quite a lot, isn't it? I'll take the 5 mil now because life is short. You don't know what can happen, but 5 mil is, is good money. Yeah. 5 mil will set you up. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will set you up nice, though. You know, I clocked as well. Uh, more people than we think make a million in their lifetime. Like, not everyone has a job where it's 50K a year. But if you say, like, you're earning 50K from the age of, like, I don't know, you're a banker at 25, within what you're 20, 25 years or whatever, 30 years, you would have made a mil. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it sounds like a lot, but when you break it down... It's a lot like at one time, though. Yeah. 
If I made, if I had a million in my account, I don't know what I would spend. Everything I want, Bro, I'm wouldn't even, I would, it wouldn't even I would touch. I would just save it. You would save the <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd set aside a, a budget to spend. But, but if you save it, it, yeah, you're not a millionaire anymore. That's the thing about, I want one million. To spend. Like, I just want one, I'm a millionaire, one milli. But why are you not uh, a millionaire if, if you save it? If you, but if you don't, because you're not going to save all of it. No, but let's say you save if 800 you, bags and you spend 200. That's a lot to spend. Two, I, I couldn't spend 200 bags today. Like I would, I would run out of things to spend 200 bags on. Exactly. So That's what I don't get when guys make that much money and they go broke. I don't get it, fam. Like, what are you spending your money on? How can you make 30 mil and then go bankrupt? That's crazy. <laughs> what are you spending your money on? Like, how many cars do you want? How many houses do you want? That don't make no sense. But I think it's when they start paying for like the lifestyles of like 10 of their close friends and family. Then that yeah, adds up. That's true. what I think drains it. Because if you just buy like a nice house, whatever, a nice car, and I don't know, all the latest tech and that for your house, all the gadgets. Because if you bought, if you had 10 mil, yeah? Let's say you had 30 mil. Mm. You buy a house, one million. And you buy a car, you could buy you could buy two, you could buy two cars. Let's say you buy two cars for five hundred k. That's one point five milli. You still got twenty eight point five milli. Yeah. Like, what else do you need? You don't need anything else. Anything else you need is this excess. Yeah. Because the house paid for, the cars are paid for. Yeah. So it must be the how much money? And do you, how much money are you throwing in a strip club? Not lots. Mm. Yeah. You're not throwing that much money in a strip club. So yeah. what are you spending your money on? I heard, I heard like Mike Tyson would go to like the barber shop and buy everyone a Ferrari in the barber shop. Are you mad? <laughs> I'll buy everyone a haircut. <laughs> but not a Ferrari. I'll get everyone an Evian. Yeah, like. yeah not a Ferrari. <laughs> Fucking hell. Bruv, did you see in the, in, in, the, in the news, you know Craig Bellamy? He said he went bankrupt. Yeah, he was obviously a millionaire. And it was through like loads of bad investment. It weren't through like gambling. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. It weren't through like, you know, gambling or smoking or drinking or anything like that. It was... Yo, I trusted people with my money and they fucked up they and fucked now up, they lost yeah. it all. Like, because people will come up to you like, yo, Andrew, like, you got that milli, yeah? Let me take 400. Within four years, you'll have like 10 milli now. But obviously it don't turn out like that. Yeah, That's another thing where people, because right now, no one's coming up to us like, yo, you just made 30 pounds from that middle 10. Do you want me to invest that? Like, nobody's asking yeah. us to invest <laughs> our money, innit? True, true, true. But when true. you're rich, the possibilities open up of like, Yo, That's why you need a financial advisor, man. Because do you know how much... You know that saying, like, don't let your money sit in the bank or, like, do you see all these adverts on TV where it's like, don't let your pension just sit in, in a fund. Let us invest it and make more, innit? That must be that times, like, 100 for, like, rich people because you'd have so much of that. Constantly guys like, yo, loan me this, loan me that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Exactly. And then you feel guilty because, say, like, you did have 10 mil and your brethren was like, Yo, can I just get 50 bags for a house deposit? Like, you'd no. feel... <laughs> no, because it's... Because guys, guys don't understand it's maintained. It's not about the 50... It's not the initial 50. So, like, for example, yeah? Let's say I get 100 million. Yeah, mm. I'm not buying my brethren a Bentley. Because the petrol alone is... His net worth can't even touch the petrol. So you have to buy in their in their real world. So if you can afford a Corsa, I will buy you a Corsa. Because <laughs> you can afford to run the Corsa. Because yeah, yeah, guys yeah. can buy things, but they can't run things. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a guy yeah, can yeah. buy a car, put a deposit on a car, but you can't run the car. Like a Mercedes, yeah? The tyre alone is one tyre, flat tyre. That's 250 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you well, I No, I don't drive, but... That's 250, one tyre. <laughs> yeah. So imagine the gear changing. Imagine that. So you're, you're going to buy a boy a Mercedes, but you're going to have to pay for the running of the car. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why you got to say, like, yo, bro, man will buy you an uh, Ford. Man will buy you... If you want to deposit on a house, it's not going to be a 50 grand deposit because you can't afford that. You can't afford the mortgages on that. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll be like, what, are you, what rent are you paying now? That's mm. what I would say. What rent are you paying now? I'm paying a grand in rent. Then we're going to find you a place that is a grand in mortgages. So you can yeah. own it, but you can afford to run it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Whereas guys just be like, I don't know what guys be doing. Like Guys get gas. Like, yeah, every man getting a whip. But what whip? Because <laughs> guys don't want the whip they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want too much. They want excess. they want they want a Lamborghini truck. Yeah. But you got <laughs> that's mad. <laughs> that's mad. You pulling up to Tesco in a Lamborghini truck because you're boy. That don't even make sense. Tesco extra. That's crazy. Or <laughs> they'll ask for stuff like, yo, let me get a house with a swimming pool. It's like, bro, you live in London. London. Like, why do you yeah, need a you swimming need pool in your that, yard? Man. You don't need none of that. All right, cool. That's another would you rather section. So we're going to wrap things up. But before we go, yeah, like what's coming next for me? I know you've got your work in progress show coming up. Like yeah. what's coming next? So the plan is obviously fantasy football has been recommissioned as well. So that'll be coming out next year. For the new season, right? New season will be coming out next year. So for now, I've just working on my hour recently. Um, hopefully going toward the end of next year as well. End of next year? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to Edinburgh or anything, so I'm just writing an hour of just yeah, pure stand-up. People, like, that's like a common question. Are you going to Edinburgh? It's like, yeah, not really. No, like, I'm not going to Edinburgh, so I'm just going to write my first hour. I've got my first hour anyway. It's good. I've got my first two hours, actually. So what's uh, stopping you from going on tour sooner? Or doing like... Just want to get it perfect. Perfect. So I think a year, me working out, doing work in progresses every, every other week will be a good practice for me to do um, yeah my my tour show basically because I'm not rushed I'm not I'm not writing an hour for August if that makes sense I'm just right whenever I feel yeah. it's going to be ready then I'll then I'll, re I'll, I'll go on do you know what I mean bro I hear that I'm like quality over quantity as well like my I'm trying to get like a I want to say by the end of the year I've got like an airtight 20 minute set yeah, yeah, for sure. Of like quality jokes that are like, because I could do a twenty-minute set now. It's gonna be ten minutes good, ten minutes mediocre to crap. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey, I always look. Time. Yeah, just take your time, man. I right, let them know. Finally, where can they find you on the internet and socials? Um, find me Instagram Angelmenta underscore. The same with TikTok. Um, my podcast How Long Ref will be dropping soon. Also, my YouTube channel. Um, I'm not really on Twitter, but you can follow me on Twitter. You won't, you won't get nothing from me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, TikTok and Instagram, Angelmenta underscore. Cool. That's me, man. Cool. Well, that's another episode, AJ Rose Show. If you're listening on uh, headphones, Spotify, Apple and that, rate it five star. It's not on the other yeah. ones. Rate that, man. Rate, rate that. Rate that. YouTube, subscribe, give it a like. Tell your friends. Yeah, that's episode number six. See you lot in a bit. Love, bro. Thanks, man. That's cool, Appreciate bro. It.